I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Summer House Hive. I'm your host, obviously, Laura Marie Shanehalls, and with me today is a life coach and host of the Baby Babe podcast <laughs> that covers season one of Flavor of Love. I've been a guest on the first episode. You can hear it out now on iTunes, Spotify, everywhere you pod. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Chanel creating. Hi, Laura. Hey. How are you? I am so pumped. I've been running up steps preparing for this week's episode. You know, I've been training. (laughs) I'm so ready. You're rocky. You're taking a real ascetic approach to bringing your best self to the pod. Yeah. Every morning I woke up, A-E-I-O-U, A-E-I-O-U. I've just been doing my mouth exercises. I'm (laughs) so excited. (laughs) Um, Wait, so you've like just caught up on all of Summer House, right? So my or have you my watched plan, like, what's been your journey with Summer House? Yeah, my plan was to I was like, okay, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go from season one oh one to today. And then I got through one and two and realized I had like two days. <laughs> I was like, I don't have enough time to finish this. So <laughs> I am caught up on this episode and then the episode before this one. But I also have like been listening to podcasts about Summer House for years. Like I just so they've always been like in the back of my head. But you're yeah. the reason why I went to go like see it in real life and I mean that can just listening and watching are two different experiences like they have to go together true I just spent a long last weekend like watching Mm -hmm. the rest of season one that I was like I was probably halfway through the season and watched the rest of season Mm -hmm. one and then all of season two in like two days yeah exactly and 
I'd been putting it off for a long time. I don't know why I just didn't get into it, but I'm very glad that I caught up because actually they're both yes. great. Yeah, I'm glad you did too. I know why you didn't because this show with the cast changes, when you come in from three to five, one and two like don't exist. You're like, well, I don't know who those mm-hmm. people are, right? But like me, if you come in from one, you're like, who the fuck are these people <laughs> on season five? What are we doing? So I think it's just like you get engaged with your original cast wherever you start. Totally. And tonally, they're very different. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, season two got closer to what we know today as Summer mm-hmm. House, but season one is truly like Vanderpump level dark yeah. energy. Yeah, I love and it. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, wait, this backdoor pilot of like Vanderpump into Summer House was actually very appropriate. And I don't know why mm-hmm. I got so pissed and mm-hmm. like got in all up in a, my panties in a twist and was in like a state of refusal. Yeah. Same. For that, no, I, I apologize to the community. <laughs> yeah. And now here we are. I'm writing the wrong and we're fucking in it to win it well yeah it's like because i think that what you're struggling with is in your soul you know you should not be celebrating white people just getting drunk like we should not this is not good for us spirit to get no. into heaven but <laughs> so you're like okay i can just do vanderpump but then to give you another one you're like I, ha- I only have capacity for one then they realize like no your whole life can be these type of people like we're gonna make that happen so that's bravo's like I think like their Illuminati plan is like to get us all to accept this behavior as as gospel. It is. Truly. Mm-hmm. They're like, no, trust us. You like this. Yeah. Like, yeah, no. Yes. And just come over to this side. It's good. It's warm in here. And it's you're fun. like, okay. And then you realize, wait, I love this. Like I love yeah. these shenanigans. <laughs> and like I just I appreciate and I say this all the time on the pod, but I'm like, at this point. In the game, it feels like Summer House is the yin to Vanderpump's yang, much in the way that like Beverly Hills and New York act like a yin yang to each other. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Yeah. I think also, though, like this cast has yin yang themselves. Like if you look at mm-hmm. season one and season five, Carl, you're like, what? Like I literally wrote, like, it seems like not that they grew, but like they all took the, after season two, they went into cryo chambers and then they like redid their DNA and came back out. Like they just seem different. And I'm just like, I don't. I don't like that much growth. That's very scary for me. It's very, I'm like, what is happening? I don't feel good about this. Yeah. I'm like, they really have changed dramatically. I would say, I mean, I Mm -hmm. think Lindsay's stayed pretty much the same, but I love (laughs) her for that. Yeah. Kyle and Carl have grown Mm -hmm. a lot. And I think Mm -hmm. seeing Kyle's evolution, Mm -hmm. like from, the way he like season one you meet him he's kind of booty calling amanda who's his ex-girlfriend but he's also yeah i wanted you to see that too yeah i wanted you to go back and get that anthology but he's like conscious of the fact that like maybe i want to be with this person maybe Mm -hmm. i don't but i'm gonna take the time to like date other people and see how that feels and then like i'll make the decision of whether or not i want to be in this relationship and i kind of appreciate how transparent he his he's been with his relationship struggles because mm-hmm. he really mm-hmm. did struggle to be in a committed relationship mm-hmm. with this woman but then they made it work and mm-hmm. i think that that's like a more realistic depiction of like long-term love and relationships than mm-hmm. you really get to see represented on these kinds of tv shows 
Yeah, I took some time to, to meditate on, on these characters, and I totally agree with your read on Kyle. I think that uh, what I wrote about him is that he is the least problematic evolution of his kind of man. Like, you really expect <laughs> him to just be, like, this extreme fuckboy, but even when he was in season one, like, yeah, he messed around, but he wasn't, like, sleeping with a different girl every single weekend and then just, like, telling a man... Like, it was, like, literally over making out and maybe one time having sex, which is not the worst. And then um, in season two, he would get drunk every weekend, but he wouldn't get drunk and go fuck other people and be rude. He would just get drunk to get drunk. And Amanda would get upset about that, but I'm like, again, the least problematic experience of this. He just wants to get drunk to literally smile more <laughs> and eat more food like mm-hmm. I, so I really love Kyle because he I actually think he is a good person and then he's like is layering on all these other elements of his identity um going back to Lindsay though I hated everything about her I hated her guts didn't <laughs> want to see her anymore and then for some reason in season two I was like oh okay I get it now I get why people love her like it was just like she should never she should not date she should be a nun truly like for the rest of her life, she should swear <laughs> off men because it brings out the it brings out the devil. But anyway, so she's also like a least problematic Stasi as well. Yeah, it's like she has. Uh, I think I feel like I said this on the last episode, but mm-hmm. shout out to Alan Moore's friend of the pod who said mm-hmm. Lindsay is like the best parts of Kristen and Stasi mm-hmm. combined, with mm-hmm. none of the worst parts, mm-hmm. and like right. she. I'm excited to see, like, we, uh, A, I didn't realize that next week is the fucking season finale. Yeah. Like, I don't know what's wrong with me, but I literally thought this was going to be, like, a 24-episode yeah. season or, like, an 18-episode. <laughs> so I was yeah. like, all right, I'm fucking caught up. Like, we're in it now. Like, we're <laughs> halfway through. The finish, yeah. And then someone told me yesterday, they were like, you know, like, next week is the finale. And I was like, wait, fuck. So, mm-hmm. anyways. I'm glad I'm I made the cut. I'm so glad I was I, like, put me on in May. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I'm going to have to figure something yeah. the fuck out. But like seeing Danielle like straight talk Lindsay where Lindsay's like, I mean, am I the problem <laughs> here? And Danielle's like, yes. And I'm just, like, we like, all need friendships like that because Lindsay really does get in her own way. I yes. think she's not setting her sights on the right kind of partner in the first place. But then I do think that she succumbs to her Babette to take it back to a place of white girl problems. Mm-hmm. She's the Babette side of her mm-hmm. comes out where mm-hmm. she just like cannot control herself mm-hmm. and her insecurities and like the bad side of herself in a relationship yeah. and just like just lets it all like explode on the, her partner, the person she's with. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't, because I started in the beginning, I feel like that's a lot of my references. So I don't want to bring up Everett too much, but I will say that like Lindsay and Everett and the way that they act in that relationship, it was like either they both are equally bad or they're both, one of them is drawing the other one down. And it, and because Everett left, you kind of got to feeling that, okay, Everett was a bad one and Lindsay was just like being affected by him. Um, but to see her with Stravi is like, oh, you just, there's this part of you that literally you lock in a closet when you're dating and single and having a good time. And as soon as there's a man you might like, you just 
put her suit back on. And it's like, there's no growth at all. And it's great for TV, but I'm genuinely concerned that she hasn't gotten a little bit of like, because she's all about girl boss. I'm a girl bitch. I can do this. But she's never like, I don't need a man. I'm completely happy. Like, we've never heard those words out of her mouth. So I'm, I'm concerned, mm-hmm. genuinely. She wants love, but But won't give it to also- herself. Yeah, and, and she rejects it. She actively yes. rejects it <laughs> when it's too. available to her. <laughs> okay, maybe I'm like her, and maybe that's why it's such a <laughs> they. It's just a mirror into your own inner working. That's it's like what all TV this, is. Yeah. all these kinds of shows are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but seeing how her my favorite moment from season two is when Lindsay decides that she wants Everett back and so she mm-hmm. like invites him to I think they're having like the tea party or mm-hmm. whatever where they dump Ep- all, all the tea into the pool which Epic was like incredible party yes okay. yeah <laughs> <laughs> and she's like come back and then he's like I want to he's like I really want to be with you like I miss mm-hmm. you and she's like okay well can you fuck me now and they go like <laughs> fuck next to a tree yes. and then come back in, their in confederate and immediately <laughs> in the yeah. <laughs> Then she immediately gets like furious with him that he's just talking to his other guy <laughs> friends. And I was like, Lindsay, oh my God. But like, I think it's for the best because I don't, I don't see her in effort as like a long term possibility. No, no, they weren't. I mean, for each you other. brought up one of the best moments in TV ever, which is her saying, if you don't want to fucking kiss my feet, then we don't have a future. And it's like, he literally turned around and said, "Hey Kyle, happy birthday!" Just and and all hell exploded. But um, yeah, yeah, she does. She's still getting into those same fights. Yeah, like exactly. It's, so maybe we see her grow from this, and maybe she did need a friend. Maybe she hasn't had a friend that's been like brutally honest with her and just been like, "You are the problem. Like you've got to get it together." Well, this is my last season one take. So I was, I demand justice for Christina. Gibson reporting live today because mm-hmm. if you remember from season one, she was a roommate who got treated so badly. She like, got chewed the fuck up and spit out. And she literally was just like, "Hey, you're doing the most. You're like too focused on this relationship." I need. And Lindsay was like, "Oh my god, are you jealous?" And it just set off this whole thing. And so I'm like, I don't necessarily think that Lindsay hasn't had someone say it. I think that like it's gonna be like, um, you know, like when it when you walk into a store and they're like, "You're the 999th person," and we're dropping confetti. It needs to be that. Like it's gonna be a random person who's like the 64th person to say it, and it's gonna click all mm-hmm. of a sudden. Like there's no rhyme or reason. But I'm just, I'm, I'm worried in the sense that it's gonna, it's just gonna hit her one day. I fully believe that everyone like hits their wall when they need to learn a lesson eventually. And I just hope it's on camera. <laughs> That's what yeah. I have to say. I want to bear witness to the human evolution of yes, Lindsay yes, yes. hubs, hub hive, hubcaps unite. <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to, I'm going to be. I'm a hubcap pending. I might I might become okay. a hubcap, but um because I do love I the only I think there's two options. If next summer or the summer after that, because this show is gonna go on for 26 seasons the way that Vanderpump thought they would, right? So if next summer Let's after pray. yes, <laughs> if next summer Don't after that, curse it. 
I'm sorry, everyone knock on wood, please. Invoke, don't invoke the name of Vanderpump because we never know what could Yeah, happen. everyone knock on wood. Um, so you're right, I'm so sorry. But uh, so she, so either in next season or season after that, she like totally gets it and she's like doing a self-love journey and she's meditating or whatever, or she never fucking changes. Those are her two options. I need her to go this hard for until she's in her 50s or I need her to like change <laughs> next year and I'll be a hubcap. So that's all I'm waiting for. Okay, cool. I can accept the pendant yeah. status. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is your take on Dez? Wow. I came in on a great episode because Dez gave us a lot. Dez gave us a lot of material to work with. My overall take on him is he's in the wrong universe. Like, he is not supposed to be on this show at all. Like, I can't even uh, compare him or contrast him at all. But I would say that he wasn't as bad as I thought he would be. Yeah, I think I I liked him at first. And then the more I kind of watched the show or like my second watch of this episode, I was like, okay, like I get why people don't like him. Mm -hmm. I think Hannah is probably more of the problem than he is. Yeah, exactly. If you think about it, like they have been FaceTiming and talking for five weeks. Mm -hmm. All he hears is her side of the story. Mm -hmm. That's like, Kyle was really mean to me. Mm -hmm. Luke like fucked with me mentally. Mm -hmm. Amanda like sucks too. So Mm -hmm. why would he go into a house with these people that have treated the girl that he's like obsessed with Mm -hmm. poorly Mm -hmm. and then try and like befriend them. Mm -hmm. So it makes sense that like he would just focus on Hannah and like endear himself to like Paige and Sierra and then tell Carl once like I think you're pretty cool yeah yeah I gotta tell the (laughs) truth it's it's cookie told me I am a cookie monster clearly so cookie told Mm -hmm. me he was cool so I think that really like let my guard down around Des because Kyle liked him um but Mm -hmm. because he literally was like I think you're the older me and once he said that I couldn't unsee it I kind of was like oh shit um I think that I, I think that I want to stand up for, and, my, and I'm about to say the most ageist shit in the world, but any mid-40-year-old who fucks like that, I want to stand up and standing ovation. Like, he kept it going. <laughs> like, he kept it going like a young kid. I was like, you are kind of a hero for that, no? Totally. I admire their sexual tenacity. And I also, it's funny that you say that about him and Kyle, because... Des mentioned like in this episode we find out that he doesn't drink anymore Mm -hmm. so he like I and used to drink he infers that he like used to drink a ton Mm -hmm. and then had to like scale it back slash maybe not drink at all anymore and so I was like okay like good for him I get that and I would also understand like I would and do have a hard time being around people who are just getting like shit tanked yeah it's just like not that fun unless you're also getting drunk yeah they're all they're also very like we don't want to grow up ish and des is clearly like Mm -hmm. hey guys like i'm fucking 44 like he doesn't even hide his age he doesn't color his hair like he's very clearly like okay with it and when i say he's on the wrong show i mean like i could see him on like a 
like a celebrity rehab or like a you know like <laughs> like the couples therapy. Like I think he's made for that kind of show. But a, a like let's sit around on the beach and talk about nothing show. He doesn't quite seem um, like he was meant for it. But I think he handled it well because he could have came in being like you guys said this stuff to my girlfriend or whatever. He didn't do any of that. And then he also gave her the storyline of asking her on camera to be his girlfriend. Like I think he I don't I I'm surprised I'm being so positive right now. But I just don't think he's that bad. I think like you said hannah is kind of trapped in a a bad character arc of her own making and he's Mm -hmm. caught up in that he's definitely knows how to play the game of reality television and Mm -hmm. like like even just down to like knowing his angles and like what to say (laughs) to people (laughs) and how to act and like like your to your point giving hannah the be my girlfriend Mm storyline Mm-hmm. But I what I was like weirded out just seeing them hanging on each other to the side all the time, which I think is more of Hannah's initiation mm-hmm. to really just like stick it to Luke and make it yeah. extremely clear that like I have a new man and I don't care about you, which is yeah. like the more you do that, the more you actually betray work. your true feelings. Like yeah. you want this person to see you with mm-hmm. this new person, even if you really care about this new person more you're still there's a part of you Mm -hmm. that's trying to prove something or have reclaim that power but speaking of hannah um like doing too much in the house like there's a later on there's a scene where they're making out and does is like do you think we're making people uncomfortable and she's like no who gives a fuck he's like thanks for making me happy with pda and i'm like ew (laughs) y'all it's so ill like that like the pda is fine the little like oh my god i love it when you fart like that that like level of of a honeymooner is what i'm like not here for um but yeah i mean so catch me up i guess like so is it is it a basic like luke kind of fucked around and acted like he liked her and then ended up with sierra with some other girl and then she was hurt kind of thing so last season was Luke's first season in the house and Hannah mm-hmm. immediately like took to him like a moth to the flame and was obsessed with him was like laying it on super thick like flirting with him and they would play tennis mm-hmm. together all the time <laughs> mm-hmm. and it really seemed like she and Luke were going to be like dating by the end mm-hmm. of the season or like when the season ended even like over the summer maybe they did kind of date it's also really unclear mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. what happened i think hannah in her mind thought i'm dating this guy because apparently they hung out all the time and she would go over to his house for dinner and like spend the mm-hmm. night and she like sucked his dick a couple times but they never had sex so to me i'm like if a guy is saying he doesn't want to have sex with you but you're like making him dinner i don't know if that's dating I think you're like more of a mother figure, like a sister figure. <laughs> Not sister figure. <laughs> yeah, no, she it sounds like she played herself for sure. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, so I, just I think she had in. a, yeah, she had like a more intense thing for him than he had for her. And I think mm-hmm. she thought he was leading her on and that it was going to go somewhere. And when she entered the house this season, she was like, oh, it's on between me and Luke. Like, we're going to fuck. We've been in quarantine for forever. And then Luke Mm -hmm. was like, oh, I'm bringing a friend to the house. That friend Mm -hmm. was Sierra, model slash nurse, who there's just no competition. Literal hero, yeah. You have no choice but to give up and make best friends with her. Mm -hmm. And so Hannah, like, Mm -hmm. threw a fit about Mm -hmm. the way Luke had acted and was, like, all butthurt and sad. And then lo and behold, 
just immediately switched over to Des, and now mm. we see like where she and Des are. Okay, thank you. I think um, this is the only thing I'll say in support of Hannah. I am not mad at her for literally telling a man, like, fuck you, you let me on, and also having a whole boyfriend. Like, I think that those two <laughs> things can coexist because you don't get to treat me bad. It doesn't matter if I'm dating other people. Like, my desperateness is not, like, my desperateness doesn't mean that then you get, I get to be mad at you or not be mad at you. I'm mad at you because I don't like how you treated me. So, um, you know, what I've heard, though, from your recaps is, like, it's kind of getting very intense, and that is, that's the weird part of it. Like, Cause I don't, I guess I would say overall, me being in a summer house with an ex is not on the table for me personally. So the fact that these women like come back year after year and be around these men is that's a level of existence. I don't, I can't, I can't access that. You know what I mean? Can you imagine like fucking a guy over the summer? He kind of makes you look kind of bad. And then you speak to him ever again. Like I can't. I would have a hard time. Like, I feel like I really... As much as I like loathe the work as twins, I do find something about them to mm-hmm. be incredibly watchable. And it like it, I'm glad you it's got like there. it's like doing drugs, like watching mm-hmm. them and watching them talk to each other mm-hmm. and just their cadence and like speech patterns mm-hmm. does something to my brain. Mm-hmm. Like it scrambles it, but in a semi pleasurable way. Yeah. And them just being like, oh, my God, like, I thought that this was going to happen, but then it didn't. And, like, that's why Carl? I want to look out for you. And, like, and, like, it's, <laughs> Carl? Carl? and it was true. Like, even saying that, I kind of felt like a high, like yeah. a little ecstasy <laughs> shudder. Um, but if I were. Was it Lauren? It's Lauren and Ashley. I always want to say yeah, Lauren and Lindsay. Yeah. Lauren and Carl, like. That's what I would have done in that situation if I was back in the house with like an ex or a guy that I had like enjoyed fucking who mm-hmm. like kind of fucked me over, but I was mm-hmm. still attracted mm-hmm. to. I would absolutely end up back in his Here, every bed night. and like every night. Yeah. And so I understand. <laughs> I don't. Is it right? Is it the right thing to do for herself and her pride? Absolutely not. But like mm-hmm. it's a totally human understandable thing. And that's why I have to give props to Lindsay who managed to get finger banged and then get out kind of unscathed and is now just like friends with Carl. Yeah. No, because Danielle. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, so the Danielle of it, sorry, the Danielle of it was what kind of fucked me up because I'm like, apparently they had a bad breakup and Danielle's like, hey guys, I'm here. And I'm like, Danielle, but she wanted to check and I actually support a Puerto Rican princess who's like, I'm going to come on TV, even though this white guy did me wrong. Like I actually support that. But I guess like the me of it all is if I don't feel like I absolutely look like a true player, like I won everything. I don't know if I could show my face again. So that resilience is something I just can't even tap into. So I guess I just was, I say that to say like Hannah gets that respect on being able to show her face again. Um, Mm -hmm. And I do think that if you felt wrong by Luke, you should be able to address it. Now it sounds like she made it the house's problem, which is bullshit because that's the number one rule of summer house is no couples in summer house, which okay, broken. And the second rule of summer house (laughs) is don't fuck somebody immediately when you don't know what's going to happen. Like, I just think that's kind of the big thing here. Like build a friendship, get to that place and then do it because I don't know. I it, This is getting me into the whole summer house theology and my principle. I, it's too much, but I just, I, I don't know if I can. No, it. I enjoy it. Yeah. I enjoy <laughs> it. Um, I think also like Hannah gets, she gets really obsessed with guys. Mm-hmm. We see, uh, you see that 
with her and Luke like last season and then mm-hmm. obviously like she and Des who are I think equal amounts of obsessed with each other which is great for them and like maybe they are truly like deeply in love yeah, and it seems they have like a relationship it. that's going to last like I'm I think we deserve to see this relationship play out mm-hmm. I hope that they're both in a summer in the summer house next season like wow. I would really like to see that and I think as an wow, audience we we've, like earned that exposure I think that's true you know, we put up with him sucking her tit and then like <laughs> tongue flicking each other like, Come here. so that we yeah, could get the payoff, which is like them yeah. in the summer house. No, yeah. I definitely am down for that. I think um, I do want to talk about Robert because I'm thinking about the like the comparison they made between those two and because you brought mm-hmm. Danielle. But I absolutely think that like we haven't even talked about how much fucking there was in this episode. Like it was the horniest. I've never seen anything this horny on Bravo in my life. It's peak horniness. So, like, it starts off with everyone in the jacuzzi, Mm -hmm. kind of, Des and Hannah are, like, continuing their gleeful recap of all the sex they've had all over the house. Which, by the way, find out. sorry, go ahead. Yeah. What? No, no, no. Say it. (laughs) They went into someone else's room to have sex, and that, to me, would send you packing. If I found out you fucked in my room, in my bathroom, in my closet, I would be like, that just feels like such a violation when we can't even leave this house. Like, it's a huge fucking mansion. Yeah. I mean, I think, like, she kind of says... You know, we didn't fuck on the bed. That would be weird. But I did like I think she did sit up on the counter and get eaten out, which I'm like, okay, like if you do a wipe down and like you clean it all up, then I guess that's fine. A bathroom seems like a pretty easy space to like pick up after right but what about the spiritual signature you left behind like you like you came it's definitely just a disrespectful (laughs) move to kyle and amanda like if they were if she was on good terms with Mm -hmm. both of them and there were no bad vibes then it would be like whatever but it definitely feels like a pointed Mm -hmm. like she is weaponizing sex and affection at this point to like prove a lot of things to other people yeah and I understand that that can be a powerful tool, but I don't agree with it. Yeah, it's just not the type of energy I would. I mean, I, I, this is literally a quarantine house, and I'm just like, we have to be uber respectful. And I think that she's just one of those people who is, I guess, honestly, she's not that different from Lindsay, quote unquote, in the sense that she would, if she wants it in terms of a man in a relationship, she's going to do it no matter how it affects other people. It's just not as fun because like, at least Lindsay brings us along with her on that. And Hannah's like, no, I just want to fuck my man. So I, I guess as you say it, I'm like, she used him in a lot of ways to, um, to like assert like, Oh look, I have a man and look at what we can do. And, and I'm, I, you guys can't fight with me alone. I have a boyfriend now. And it's like, he's not invested and he shouldn't be, I wouldn't be. Yeah, I mean, I think they're using each other in a sense because mm-hmm. he clearly enjoys being on TV. That's like true. he's not like the way he and Robert approach being in the house and being on the show is like you're showing two different people. Mm-hmm. It's like one person, Des, who is comfortable on camera and is just like ready to fucking go, and then Robert, who's not necessarily. I don't think he's like made for reality television. He seems mm-hmm. fairly normal. Even Paige is like Robert's so normal. It's just like he's seen a girl that he likes, and it could go somewhere, but they're taking it slow, and it's not like this mm-hmm. onslaught of like just like sex. It's like getting to know each other and mm-hmm. being kind of shy with the fact that there's camera crews around. Like it- that is a lot of shit to step into. I need another opinion. Is Robert cute? <laughs> <laughs> 
Is he hot? I think he is. But oh. they do him dirty in the night vision where <laughs> yeah. he's like sleeping and looks like a ghoul with his like mouth open. I was yeah. like, stop showing Robert like that. Like I can't, I want to be into Robert, but you're making it really hard. Well, every time he he moves his hand, she's like, oh my God, it's so, he's so cool. Why are you so gorgeous? I'm like, Danielle, he's fine. He's not <laughs> Danielle needs to yeah. dial it down yeah. just a couple notches. But I think they're also like playing up like... I I enjoy seeing Danielle be like, I'm going to be open to a relationship. Mm-hmm. It's been 10 years. Like, I'm taking it slow. I think that that's level-headed and, like, a totally healthy approach. Yeah, I do agree. But the way that they're painting it is, like, <laughs> they're just giving her an edit that I, I don't abide by. Yeah, no, It fair. does seem like she's fawning all over him, and then he's kind of, like, hey guys. neither here yeah. nor there. Exactly. Yeah, but I think... I think that I want to believe at least that they're both like deeply into this. And they like... could be a real couple for sure. Like, I think that's what I'm saying because of the the standard of either like hyper drama. Cause I want to hook up with other people during the summer or a really chaotic couple. Anything in between is like, Whoa, like I don't, this isn't resonating mm-hmm. on the, on the same, you know, level with me. So I think they're fine in real life. Yeah. Everyone is shit-faced, and Lindsay and Strabby get back together, (laughs) like, while in the midst of fucking. Yeah, Lindsay is, like, Lindsay's fucking lit. I like it when she's just full tits out in the Mm -hmm. bed. She's like, let's turn the movie on, and then, (laughs) like, gets on top of him, and and he's drunk, too. Yeah, they go together. How much do you love me? How much do you love me? To infinity. And Mian, I feel like you're Buzz Lightyear. That's it. That is it. I said, I just laugh like, okay, let me write down every single syllable. This is too much for me. And then they say they oh, they show. I'm. I don't know why this got to me, but they showed her. If you slow it down, she rides him. They turn around. He she he fucks her. I'm like, they're seriously yeah. giving us the blow by blow. That's amazing. This is Big it Brother. Was, it was a play-by-play of their sex and they weren't even trying to cover up at one point it was like she was she was feeling really free and i like that when that happens for lens um i hate the way the sun pours into the bedroom of kyle and amanda's room (laughs) and immediately it's just right focused on your face 9 a.m who the fuck decided that that would be a great thing like what architect in (laughs) hell the people who wake up house. and run at 6 a.m. buy the buy houses like that. That's like psychotic mm-hmm. to me. No, I definitely felt I felt that. I felt for them in that moment. I because Kyle literally goes, Ugh! he wakes up. That's how he wakes up. <laughs> oh, Carl, like, how's it taken us this long to see that? that that's yeah. how the sun rises in this house. Well, so and then because of Carl's kind of journey right now, he's the only one who wakes up calm. His room is clean. Like Carl is like living in this other existence. He's having a bottle episode. Um, and they like show that back to back. And I'm like, I, I, I don't, almost don't even want to talk about Carl because my heart is like in tatters. Yeah, I. It's so crazy to see, see, to have just seen like season one and two, Carl, who was truly like a bastion of darkness that I was like, I don't even find him attractive. Like, Mm -hmm. in fact, I was like repelled and just like, this Mm -hmm. person is like so messy Mm -hmm. and like unstable. Like I can't. And then to kind of take him in now. And then I'm just like, 
thick Carl and boxer briefs yeah. are, is like what we the Carl we deserve and the Carl mm-hmm. I want. No, exactly like Carl 3.0 to be honest cuz 2.0 mm-hmm. wasn't that great either. Like is no. he's wonderful. He's hot. I'm telling you they all went into got like new f- bodies. Like he has better facial hair, he's more defined. He um, I think he got taller. He might have gotten that third ball removed. Like who knows. How are <laughs> they doing this? Yeah, the glow up has the glow up is significant within for all cast members. Yeah, it's amazing. So I get, I would, I would definitely fall in love with season five, Carl. Now, season one, when I was hearing you talk about five, but looking at season one, Carl, I was like, love yourself. It doesn't queen. Add up. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm like do better. No, but yeah. <laughs> no, but he's on this thing where, like, you know, he was talking about maybe drinking, maybe not drinking. I think he's starting to realize that he's pushing shit down. And I just, in general, am amazed by, again, the resiliency because he's, the fact that he's able to pretend to get into stuff at all is like amazing strength. Cause I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to do anything. You know what I mean? I'd be in the room curled up the whole time. So I, I'm actually kind of like, I hope that this is good for him and not just avoiding something that he has to deal with eventually. Yeah. I want to think that it's good for him because yeah. it seems like he's handling everything. Like he's around his well. best friends. Yeah. Like at least two yeah. of them are people he's known for years and built businesses with. And like he needs Lindsay and, and Kyle to really get... support. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like who really, really support him. And like, I think I like, I forget about what he's been through when he's like, so he's mm-hmm. like taking the reins, mm-hmm. no pun intended <laughs> on the Derby day. And like, yeah. kind of set devoting himself to like setting up this, moment I was like okay like love that for him it is good to keep busy so I mean I I say all that to say I support Carl um I hope that he actually like I I almost want him to be like a happy being a bachelor forever but I just really want him to be happy I guess is what I'm saying like I think that the problem with him in the beginning was that he didn't really want to it's almost like he just needed to literally not be a nice guy because the problem is that he treats women well when he's with them and then he just does his other thing outside of that and I think that created all this turmoil. Like, I just want him mm-hmm. to truly live in his truth. Be polyamorous if you want to be, like, just whatever. And I think that um he's gotten better at it and right now he's just not even focused on dating and I think that's also good for him. Yeah, totally. Lindsay has... Her like revisionist kind mm. of history, or like her, she like has like this like girl bossification mm-hmm. of like what the problem is in her relationship mm-hmm. that's so off base that like mm-hmm. she just couldn't be more wrong. Where she's like, I really think like <laughs> Strabby's back and like we're back together, and I'm excited to see like the way he is now, and like he he needed to lose me. <laughs> And I'm like, no, like actually incorrect. On He's all finally levels. showing up to this relationship. Girl, it's been four days. What, it's been what four days. possibly changed? And you did not address any of the <laughs> true underlying issues that caused your problems in the first place. Like you skipped from like, we're breaking up. Never talk to me again. We we'll go our separate ways, like mm-hmm. to flowers. And mm-hmm. like, I love you and fucking all the time. Like, 
there's no there's no way this is gonna work out that that was my other point about Lindsay. Lindsay is living in this world where love is intense love intense fighting and then intense like i want to get you back i love you and i want to say all the right poetic things to you like because every the same thing he chased her around new york saying he wanted to get back with her and she loves that instead of recognizing that love could just be treating me well from the beginning and we don't go through any peaks and valleys we just kind of have a good relationship so she I think that like the relationship isn't complete until she's left him had him grovel for her and then she's come back and then she might actually break up with him the next time but she can't she never meant that first breakup because she needed to know if he would come back to her or not and I think um there are some women who like they're taught that's what love looks like that affirmation if they miss you when they leave you yeah and I think it's also like a place where women really bought into like a sex in the city like mm-hmm, carry and mm-hmm, big kind mm-hmm. of narrative yeah, where like yeah because it's like she is she's very carrie bradshaw and just her like kind of blissful ignorance of the way that love mm-hmm. and relationships work and i think a lot of women fall victim to that like because it's like a, it makes for a good story and like drama right. but it's not real well it's like it's, I mean, that's why she wants the gestures, right? Like, she needs to be able to say objectively that something is good because she can point to things instead of just, like, it makes me feel happy and that's all that. Like, it, it these relationships aren't about her. They're about, like, what they say about her almost. I don't know if that makes sense. But mm-hmm. I just generally speaking, am, um, I told you, like, I'm concerned about her because, as you guys have said on this show, she needs a man who will really show her what love is and, 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 write out her tantrums without giving in to her or like validating her tantrums. So like you said, like it's giving Stassi and Kristen, it's giving like this whole random, um, like arbitrary expectations in a relationship that have nothing to do with respect or like actual love. And I, I love a woman who wants a gesture. I just think that I guess I get upset when I feel like the gestures aren't enough. And and I think that's like patriarchy latent in me. So I don't even want to stand by that. But you know what I mean? Like, it's like, who gives a, okay, he got a boom box. What does that mean? Yeah, that does nothing for me. The gestures do nothing. Mm -hmm. There's a Greek chorus throughout this episode that echoes our thoughts. Like, whoa, Stravi's back. That wouldn't do enough for me. Or, whoa, Luke and, uh, not Luke, or like Luke, Hannah, Des. Like, I love how the other, the minor characters are like always chittering, like on the the side of something to be like, I don't like saying basically what we're saying. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was happy that I I love Danielle because she is very honest and like straightforward Mm -hmm. and she's willing to have like the tough conversations that no one else will like have where Mm -hmm. she just will to Lindsay's face and also to Stravi's face later on be like, Mm -hmm. I'm not feeling this. Like I have a lot of doubts, but she seems happy now. And I guess that's what matters. But like, she's truly just like, no, yeah, like this isn't going to work. And you gotta gotta get over it. I support Danielle for just for that, and also her hair looks amazing. Whatever, yeah, like whatever happened, like it's incredible. Yeah, no, it's good. Her glow up is. Her, she looks like she just grew up. She doesn't look like she went into the whole cryo chamber process. She just got better hair. Um, but she was gorgeous in the first place. Um, yeah. So yeah. But this length and like the volume and I think the natural texture is like mm-hmm. it's incredible. Yeah, it's, like, it works. Really, really works. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. I have breaking news for all the men out there who are looking for a little cup support. Finally, me undies is unveiling their latest gifts to help men feel big. The contoured pouch and ball caddy. This micromodal sling keeps things separated and lifted. Nine out of 10 women swear this sophisticated brief technology will make you look huge. And that's all that matters, right? I personally have not tried the contoured pouch and ball caddy, but I do have a pair of high-cut, high-waisted undies, and I'm obsessed with the material. I love to sleep in full-coverage underwear, and these are so soft. They're comfortable. They're also flattering. They don't cut in weird to my hips or waist, and I'm positive that based on my experience with undies, the men who decide to go down a contoured pouch and ball caddy road are also going to be singing MeUndies praises. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes XS to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. MeUndies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. MeUndies signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. They use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. Not happy with your first pair of undies? It's on me undies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash sexy. That's MeUndies.com slash sexy for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. 
Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sydney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Luke has a total read on Dez, <laughs> and I like that Luke got a little sassy this mm-hmm. episode because I think he tries to play like the good guy, and mm-hmm. no person is like the good person all mm-hmm. the time, and mm-hmm. I'm sick of him uh, trying to assume that role, so I'm obsessed with his bitchiness when he's like, I want Hannah to be happy. I'm her biggest fan, but mm-hmm. I think I wonder if Dez is using her because she's so successful and he's a washed-up comedian, mm-hmm. which I was like, Spot the Got lie. Him. Got him. Well, I wrote that I think Lucas Kaiser Soze because if you listen to him, his accent comes in and out. So I'm mm-hmm. like, this guy's really a slick talker from New York, right? He's probably he's a finance guy who's pretending to be a lumberjack uh, jewelry designer. And I feel like he I just want him to reveal himself to be the whole the villain who he was Agatha all along at the end of the like the mm-hmm. season. I just want him <laughs> to be that. Um, but he just he just seems like. I believe he's a nice guy, but there's something, and he also I, did, I hadn't seen him before. He is hot. Like I, w- I was thinking, like, oh, he's not gonna he's be hot. that cute. No, he looks good. But um, yeah. yeah, I just feel like there. I like that he was being bitchy, and I just want him to own up to it a little bit more, and just like, like I think that if he moved into a Carl season one, season two space of being like, I'm just a fuck boy who gives a fuck, I think that people have more respect for him almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's like shoving down. He's more invested in playing the role of like this like good lumberjack mm-hmm. jewelry maker, like sensitive guy who like mm-hmm. sings songs. But I'm like, you don't excel at any of those things. <laughs> like, yeah. you have a hard time chopping wood. Like, <laughs> your songs yeah. really are shitty. Like, mm-hmm. the jewelry is bad. So like, just be hot Did he- and like. When Lizzie comes into his room, he sits on this wooden chair. Did he make that chair? No, I think that was a chair that was in the entryway of the house that he pulled in for his, like, lumberjack party. Speaking of the entryway, I was stressed by the state of the house. I know it's a quarantine house, but I'm just like, can we clean the common areas? Like, I was just looking at that entryway, just like, I wanted to get up and start cleaning while they were partying. and And side note, did you notice there's a cleaning person in the house? There was Laura, and I I didn't see it to the second watch, but at some point later in Derby Day, there's this lady in this blue outfit like straightening up couches. If you you might see her now, if you look, there's somebody on site cleaning. Wait, are you sure? I will find it and send it to you. I'm gonna see okay. the picture because I was like, I I had I double click because I said, wait a minute, it's there's a Asian lady in a blue outfit straightening up whoa that doesn't okay. make sense right i did not whole, catch that right because isn't the whole house dirty and they're fighting over it yeah well i thought i mean i don't know at what point maybe like quarantine is relaxed by the end of summer or whatever mm-hmm. like it's yeah, pre-second wave in now. yeah but yeah i i too am stressed about like house messiness mm-hmm. at least like i would try my best to have like a semi-clean room and then the entryway with all the boxes and everything everywhere. I'm that's just what like, I mean. That's, that's what yeah, I mean. But it seems like they keep the like kitchen living mm-hmm. space pretty clean. 
now yeah. I don't see as much trash. Like I feel like Hannah's finally started taking the trash out or they like figured out that whole trash journey. Maybe it's just because the way the camera is on that front room, like I see all the mess. Like I feel like maybe if they mm-hmm. push it over in the corner it wouldn't bother me. But yeah, I was I- I feel like I, I'm not quite oriented to this house that, as we all know, the devil built this house. So maybe mm-hmm. the lady I saw was an apparition. Maybe she wasn't maybe really there. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. This now is that I, like now that your signs moment where yeah. like an alien is in the background because I, my brain did not compute that, but I'm going to need to go back now. Yes, yes, yes. Um, everyone dresses up. And like emerges for Derby Day mm-hmm. in their Sunday best, except for Hannah, who is just like, Ugh. this is also what I don't like is Hater. when someone acts like they're above the things that everyone else is doing. Yeah, I think it never works well for them. It never comes off the way they want it to. Mm-hmm. And I guess they don't care about it coming off that way. Mm-hmm. But it's like you're immediately going to have tension. And I think you're going to cause tension between yourself and the audience when you act like that. Because I, like, bitch, the jig is up. You're on. You're in the show. You're yeah. in the summer house. <laughs> yeah, like get with it. I think um, like you're not being contrary in the way you think because we're on season five. So clearly, everyone watching loves the outfits. They're down for the theme. Like you're not gonna be kind of the cool one. Um, I do think that he wants to be separate in a weird way because it's like literally no one ostracized you you literally chose to be an asshole about something simple and then now you Mm -hmm. feel like you're like you don't have friends anymore um but i love the outfits like so Paige is clearly rich is that true i think she i think she is like from a well-to-do family but i think also she's now like a fashion influencer okay So brands send her a bunch of clothes and then she also does like a lot of um, more like fast fashion brands like Zara and Mm -hmm. stuff. So I think she can there's way more volume and latitude so she's how, what outfits you can pull oh, okay that makes sense because she looked amazing she's i mean by the way she sleeps with a chanel bag in the bed which i aspire <laughs> you know what i mean so i'm like yeah like i started to notice her brands um i love danielle this is where danielle and robert come in with outfits where i'm like y'all look like y'all go to church together and have a real relationship like i like okay i get it i see it now yeah um, you compliment each other yeah they do and then yeah hannah had on like a, a regular dress right it was gross i was like this hannah isn't... had on like pants and like a crop top oh like, yeah like a no TV. hat like she it just and even des like kind of dressed up and then she was just like no and i'm like just get with the program like play ball a little bit I mean, I get it. You're probably over being in a house where you feel like everyone's turned mm-hmm. against you. But it is exactly like you said. Like, she she ostracized herself at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, she chose Car- this life. <laughs> Carl is meant to wear white pants. He looks so mm-hmm. good in his little outfit. He looks so good in all pants. It's just like, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, he has, like baseball mm, yes ass. baseball body you know yes I mean? yeah baseball play, where they're like slim and th- and lean in all the right places yeah mm-hmm. but then they wear these pants and you're just like oh my god like your bubble butt and these pants like i could just like watch him change in and out of different pants and shorts all day He's looking even gay. just thinking about it i'm like uh, sorry happy. Yeah, I'll give you a second now. <laughs> um, Paige says she won't talk about fashion in the house because she doesn't want to hurt feelings. But then she points out this Stravi looks like he drives a gondola boat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she does. And I'm like, oh, that's a zinger right there. He looks crazy. 
I know I need more page fashion commentary on people's outfits. Yeah. Oh, I might have skipped a part because Lindsay and Danielle sit down and talk for a quick second. And that's when, oh, yeah. that's when Danielle says the truth about Stravi. And then Dan- Lindsay, I, did you, have you ever seen the show 13 Reasons Why on Netflix? I started watching that, but then I was like, this it's feels very dark, dark to me. Yeah, I, and I ooh. had to just like tap out. Super dark. But I watched like half of the first season. Okay, good. Super dark. Definitely not recommending for anyone to watch. It is very dark. Very, a lot of in there. But the makeup on the show like was a whole side conversation because everyone's <laughs> face was yellow. Like they never matched anyone's makeup. And I, all respect to the Hub Nation out there, but Lindsay had a foundation on all day that did not match the re- her neck. And mm-hmm. I was just staring at her. I was her, very like, distracted. I'm by like, Lindsay, why? Well. Like, I'd rather see your blemishes at this point because it's just so like, it, yeah, it just it was dis- it was disheartening. So I <laughs> like what. So anyway, Lindsay's talking to Danielle and she's so obsessed with everyone being official because she's talking to Danielle. Like, have you guys had sex? Have you guys had the relationship talk yet? And it's like he just got there. Like Lindsay, real everyone else doesn't secure the commitment within 30 seconds you know what I mean it was just a little bit much yeah I know and I appreciate Danielle being like we're just taking it slow and like seeing how it goes and and that is like a very healthy approach to getting into like a committed relationship with someone yeah Lindsay says I do love Stravi and I think he is my person and I'm like girl your person is Jesus Christ like you need you need support (laughs) you need other things before you can have Stravi be it for you I'm sorry yeah I'm like Lindsay's now like she's just in the like Lindsay zone Mm -hmm. with this like and this is truly I think in terms of her personality and the way she is in relationships it's like the calm before the storm Mm -hmm. because it's like obsession and excitement and like oh my god like I'm gonna get my finger measured like we're talking rings (laughs) we're talking babies and then it's like this is just what happens when the wave crests and then crashes on the other side when it just turns into like she likes the build up I think of Mm -hmm. this to just then bring the hammer down on them okay so I am definitely a codependent um, who is like in recovery and what I would say is that when you have that relationship like that it literally feels like drugs you feel like you are taking hits of drugs you nothing you can't see anything else you are on a high and then when it comes down you feel like you're in withdrawals like it's so bad so I feel for her in the sense that you can only start to stop doing that if you start to take control of that process but she's we fully are just watching her like you said ride the wave up to the top just to fall off um i almost forgot about the ring thing though that's my favorite thing in the world but i wanted to point out that before they get dressed because i'm all out of order but Lindsay puts like athletic tape around her shoulders to push her tits together and it came out looking so great but i didn't catch that until the second watch and i was like it was like layers of tape it was so funny yeah the way that like because i remember when uh Kim Kardashian came out with like Skims body tape or whatever mm-hmm. and like then she demonstrated like how one tapes their tits up and mm-hmm. like as like someone with really small boobs there's truly no need for like a tape situation mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. um in that way like there's just no boob to tape so mm-hmm. I'm fascinated by women that have actual like breasts mm-hmm. and like the taping that goes into it. Cause it kind of starts to look like sports tape. Like yeah. I had no, a shoulder injury a couple years ago. Those yeah. were, that was 
athletic tape. She, I, I could tell. It the, was yeah. truly, yeah. it's like you tape the muscles in your back. It's almost <laughs> like posture correcting no, in sure. a way. And I was like, yes, this looks amazing. Also, I didn't realize that Lindsay had had a boob job. I mean, or I guess bigger, I right? didn't realize that she'd had a boob job in between seasons. Yeah, but they're bigger, right? I thought right, that she had were. always been. Yeah, I thought she'd always just like had mm. fake tits. And then seasons one and two, it was like, oh, no, this is Lindsay is a B cup. And then we get to see her evolution. So maybe outwardly she's changed, but <laughs> inward, there's still a lot of turmoil. I did. I did notice that. And it's one of those things where in my brain, I just made it make sense. Like, OK, I, I just remembered her boobies differently. But yeah, you're right. She definitely was like mm-hmm. kind of flat and she's wore anything. But I mean, I'm. I, Lindsay's so fucking hot. She's gorgeous. Like, I love her getting dressed up. I didn't know how that fit would look. And she actually looked great in that lilac blazer. Like, it came out really good. Yeah, I loved it. I love a blazer dress for her. Yeah. Amanda's like, we look like we're going to Easter. <laughs> Which they, <laughs> they do. do. They do. <laughs> Amanda looked great, too. Sierra yeah. looked amazing. Though Sierra I was worried about okay. her dress. Yeah, Sierra like, looked okay. The colors all looked amazing, but the fit of the dress on top, I yeah. think at one point her tit was out mm-hmm. of the dress and there was just like a rose covering the areola. Yeah, no, she kept mentioning it. I guess it was just like, because Sierra had on like one, the second least, well, third least interesting outfit. Like looking at it, it was just like, oh, it's like a floral pattern, pattern. But I feel like they love Sierra so much. They're like, oh my God. I'm like, she looks okay. She's not, you know hat and a dress but anyway i'm not even hating because i think she's gorgeous but i was like y'all are kind of being very nice which if i was yeah, a black girl in the summer house was... you better compliment everything i do you better compliment when i say my name correctly when i spell <laughs> something right like you know what i mean so i guess i get it i get it yeah i was they were like giving her all the props and then she happened to win the whole dirty yeah. pot which i was Pay like up, this bitches. feels karmically yeah. right yeah like mm-hmm. i was like happy for that like happy for her and mm-hmm. no I was happy it felt good Des and Carl talk. First, Des mm-hmm. reveals he's leaving the next day, and mm-hmm. everyone's kind of like, "What?" And yeah, they're all in agreement that they have not seen a lot of him in the house because yeah. he and Hannah have been like down in the basement or whatever. Yeah. Um, Des and Carl talk, and it's clear that Carl's like the only person out of the guys that Des actually likes. And mm-hmm. did you notice the way he says Hannah is really strange? He's like Hannah. That's why I'm so into Hannah. Like, there's something weird it's about It's probably, like, the, him being like, oh, you guys say Hannah, but I say Hannah. Because it's, like, a thing Hannah, we have. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, like, mm-hmm. a like I, I speak from the real Hebrew root or whatever he's doing. Like, I think that's what it is. <laughs> so, I didn't notice it. But, I mean, he does. They do have that thing. Like, they have... They have a... um. What's his name? Edward and... uh. What's the girl from Twilight? Bella. Bella. They have an Edward and Bella type thing where it's like if Edward leaves, Bella like shuts down for a full calendar year. <laughs> That's what they have. Like they just imprint it. So I think, oh, I, I will tell you what I actually envisioned. So the way I think of him, maybe it's because he has the white hair, but he really reminds me of Hades from Hercules. Oh, yeah, he does look like him. And so I'm like, I, I see him and Hannah, like, presiding over hell when it freezes over. Like, that's kind of the, you know what I mean? I get those vibes from That him. feels right. Yeah. Yeah. It aligns with their basement energy. <laughs> yes. Um. But, yeah, so Car- he gives Carl his, Carl needs these props in this moment. Like, just recognition he's been a better guy. And they talk about how COVID has given them perspective. And Carl is kind of saying he's so he's on a sober trajectory. So I think he's getting closer and closer to drying out. 
Yeah, I think it was brought to my attention yesterday that he, I guess, is 90 days sober and like is going to meetings, which is amazing. My heart, him and James Kennedy, I wish the absolute best for it. Like they've given us so much enjoyment. I think that sobriety is such a tough journey. And then dealing with it when you have loss like so I just I I'm not even praying girl and I'm like I pray for them I hope they're good like I actually mm-hmm. want them to do well yeah so mazel to Carl for, yeah Hannah reveals to the girls that she and Des define the relationship mm-hmm. their boyfriend and girlfriend and Paige just goes <laughs> under her breath call me in a year when you hate your life and I was obsessed I'm obsessed with Paige's yes. just outright rudeness about perry she can't even like muster up any excitement when they're talking on the phone Mm -hmm. like i'm and like we don't know the full story obviously but it seems like perry is like a pretty good boyfriend he's offering her the life of her dreams (laughs) i know i want to whisk you off to miami for six months i got us an apartment that looks the beach i'm like Paige, if you don't go with perry like i gladly will I love it. He's handsome. He calls her and checks on her. He just doesn't want to be on TV. He's that I don't want to be on TV type guy, but you can record my voice. Like, I think that's mm-hmm. the long and short of it. And she's acting. She's like, you can't come to dinner one time. It's like, I saw the show, girl. No, I'm not coming to dinner. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Yeah. I have a business, you know, so um, she just don't want to be with him. That's kind of what it comes down to. Yeah, and I think it's good that they're broken up or whatever yeah. and that relationship is said and all said and done. It seems like she knows she has the ability and knows how to date like great eligible guys. Mm-hmm. So, I'm happy for her and I I'm excited to see who's next. Yeah. Single page, I'm into it. Yeah, Des reveals to Amanda that he and Hannah have talked about engagement rings. No comment. This yeah. is insane. It's moving so fast. Like, again, I root for love, but I also am like a realist. And I also think that when you move that quickly yeah. in a new relationship, Crash it's spelling out the demise. Like, Is Hannah even in her 30s? not meant to last. I think she might be 30. Because I'm like, I if was they doing were... the math too. It was like, he's like 14 or 15 years older than she is. Yeah. If they were both 40, I would get that because I've heard of people being like, I know myself, brain is fully developed. I know when I like someone three months in, I'm in. She is still so, with the, even with the Luke thing, it shows that she's still learning some truths. So it's like, I see why she would jump into it. And I'm not mad at her because I would probably do it too. I would like go with the thing that, the, the train that's moving. But it's like, I think they think that because they've talked about things and they've been, they seem to have some intimacy, then that's the answer. And it's like, no, that's just a foundation for a relationship. And ironically, Luke is the only one saying the correct thing, but he's so annoyingly passive aggressive that he won't repeat it enough times for people to hear it. Cause he's the one who tells Lindsay, like, slow down. He tells Hannah later, like, give it a couple months. And no one, none of these women want to hear it. Yeah, I'm, it's shocking when Luke is like the voice of reason amongst all the housemates. The quiet, whispering voice that won't even speak up. It's so annoying. Uh, Amanda clearly <laughs> is still not forgiven Hannah. Um, and I kind of support her because I wouldn't, I wouldn't side with Hannah over Kyle. I just wouldn't. If that's my husband. No. Or, yeah, because Kyle wasn't like being a big douche either. He was just, it was just a disagreement. Like, so she mentions that like, it's not normal. But then again, Hannah's not normal or hasn't done anything normal. And I was like, ooh, like for Amanda, that's, that's calling her mother a bitch. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's pretty cutthroat in yeah. Amanda's yeah. world. Yeah. Because also, and it, you, I think back to the confrontation between she and Kyle that happened earlier this mm-hmm. season and like compare it to like, it's not even like a confrontation. Like she, she turns everything into confrontations. Mm-hmm. Like right. a simple conversation right. becomes a confrontation when Hannah's in the mix. Yeah. If she doesn't like what you're saying to to it's her, she takes it as you're attacking me. I'm going to flip out, get defensive. And then when I, you try and explain yourself, I'm going to leave and remove myself mm-hmm. physically from the thing, which is like the most, that would drive me fucking crazy. Been dri- right that kind of behavior just like irks me to no end because yeah. I'm such like a, I'm like a, I want to talk things out. I'm mm-hmm. not going to raise my voice. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to like get crazy with you or like cuss or anything or engage with you on that level. Like, but I truly want to like talk until we have reached some sort of understanding or conclusion. And so when people like don't, when they don't approach like conversations like that, it just like infuriates me. Yeah. I think like, I do agree. Um, I think that. So I think I, to- I totally think that is correct. Like, I think you have a perfect read. I'm thinking back to myself, like even a couple years ago and how that would be me. Um, and I'm trying to think of like how I even got past that because it used to be like it, I basically had to recognize that what I was doing was saying, if you don't agree with me in this conversation, then it's a fight. And it's like, no, like we just have to, it's okay. It's fully okay to have the respect to say, we see it differently. And that's what happens later. Like, cause they don't see it her way. It's like a blow up. And that's not really that enjoyable to watch over the long term. Like maybe a couple of times it's funny, but yeah, I'm not coming out a fan of Hannah. Yeah. I mean, she, yeah, she really is just, like, digging her own grave. And you I think, think there's a her- way to be funny about, like, mm-hmm. that, those conversations or whatever without without it turning into just, like, ugh. Like, yeah. where she d- just resorts immediately to, like, sarcasm or being, like, yeah, oh, yeah I guess, like, <laughs> yeah. Robert's, like, an amazing person and Des is just, like, An horrible. asshole, yeah. Um, yeah, and I'm, like, no, that's not what anyone was saying and, like, also you just seem like so immature right now yeah that's what I'm concerned about as far as like talking about marriage um I also was curious because we talked about like them potentially coming back next season but do you think it could actually be Hannah's last season that's an interesting point I wouldn't mind if it was yeah at this point like I don't it's like she's not a villain in the sense that like Kristen Doty is a villain who you like enjoy watching. Yeah, like, and I want to see. I enjoy and I'm intrigued by her every move mm-hmm. because it's someone who's just so unself-aware and like hurtling through life that like it's like you just like catch the meteor and ride with it. Hannah mm-hmm. is much more calculated and I think she does have some self-awareness, but she truly believes that she's in the right and everyone else is wrong. And that is just not, that's not enjoyable. Yeah. Why a Lindsay personally. is compelling is because Lindsay would be that way without the cameras. Like Lindsay is truly that this is her core self coming out. Um, I mm-hmm. think that's why anyone's compelling. So yeah, I just think that like H- Hannah kind of, got stuck in this character and stayed in it but it but it feels like if this if this conflict was a race she wouldn't bring much to the table and I'm not really sure that I love that I don't know I'm I, maybe I'm harping too much on it but I just I don't 
I this is my first episode seeing her. I didn't feel compelled. Um, Paige, I thought I would hate because she's like this, like you know, pretty like potentially wealthy girl. Loved her by the end of it. She made me laugh. I was like, okay, great. Sierra's gorgeous. Like I just think Hannah again, like is she's just not really all there right now emotionally. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. She's also just like seems one foot out the door. Like, yeah, exactly. and she seems like, and I think that attitude to take it back to like when we were talking about this, the attitude that you're above all of this and you're too good for it. And you'd rather just be like hanging with your man or whatever. Mm-hmm. I get that. But like, don't do it on my TV. Yeah. That's not, we came to this show for this fully codependent house where they all say, we hang out together and the most we would mm-hmm. do is two separate groups. Maybe one group stays at the house, one group goes out, but we are together. And like, if that's the ethos of the house and you came to the house, like, so to go back to that whole debate, I think she is objectively, well, subjectively wrong because she knows this is the expectation. Like bring your man in and let him know, Hey, I had a conflict, but everyone in this house gets over stuff. They really apologize and move forward. They really want to be friends. Like I need you to be a team player for me. And then we will dip out earlier. Cause by the way, they're not even up till 3am like in past seasons. Like they go to sleep at like 9pm so they could have Mm -hmm. private time if they wanted to. Um, but yeah, it's the attitude, it's the actions. And it's funny because they think they're on their own like rom-com because there's one scene where they're like, <laughs> and it's like, isn't this like a great like moment to meditate or something as they make out? And I'm like, y'all think y'all are having like this, like, you know, romance. Incredible. Romance. Yeah. yeah. It's like you're on, you're on a, you're in on a beach in New York state. Like we're not, you're not in Hawaii, <laughs> honey. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like I'm like get over yourself also I just think she might not be even friends with anyone in the cast she's not they're not friends except for Paige so it's like if you're that also just doesn't work for this format of show like unless you're gonna really lean into having just like intense conflict with people but in a funny way and then trying to get them on your side or like it's like you have to have I'll take it back maybe you have to just have more people on your side and have conflict than have one person on your side but who also sees what you're doing it's just not real that with no it, yeah it's just not i don't think it i don't think it has legs yeah so it, I, that's all it her is and yeah. des in the house together like having to get into the muck with the others or I'm happy if they just like release themselves from summer house and like go do their thing and live their lives. Absolutely. Um, hopefully Des knows what he's getting into as well in terms of like her behavior beforehand. Cause I think that would be what would bite me in the ass is like downplaying how much I fawned over a man and then him seeing it later. So hopefully they like stay engaged after these seasons are after the seasons. Well, released, their but. wedding is this year. I guess their wedding is like in August. Ew. So but- that makes me think like maybe they're on the show and they're going to get married on the show, which I also think is bodes very badly for your relationship to get married on TV. Some I'm, have done it and I'm, succeeded and lived to tell the tale. But yeah, sorry, I just I just stopped in my tracks. So I started doing math. So because we <laughs> we find that um Kyle, this is again skipping around, but Kyle and Amanda are getting they pushed their wedding to June eighteenth, twenty twenty one. Which by the way, mm-hmm. I've never wanted to be a wedding crasher so fucking bad. I <laughs> I know. I'll bet their wedding is gonna be really. Fun. I'm like, and it's in Jersey City. I'm like, it's calling. It's calling to me. But um, anyway, yeah, I think they're gonna uh well. 
basically their their take on weddings, which I thought you would appreciate. Like they Amanda has started to realize that all the pizzazz is maybe not that important. Like their relationship is truly what it is, and I feel like maybe they're gonna down like downscale the wedding as a result of the pandemic and I'm proud of her because like on Real Housewives of Atlanta they had a 200 person wedding in the middle of the pandemic in fucking Atlanta because the bride didn't want to let go of her dream um and it's her second marriage as well uh so I'm like I'm proud of Amanda and Kyle for being like no like we're genuinely gonna have a wedding because we love each other and we'll make this shit simple and compliant and I'm like really looking forward to it for them yeah, same. I think I believe in their love and like I think that they have what it takes to last long term. I never would have thought that from the beginning though. Like seeing her no, come through neither. it. Yeah, like I that's why Kyle gets extra credit because he really was honest when he said, I want to date to see who I am. And he didn't a lot of guys say that to just go fuck and never come back. Like they don't really mean it or they think they mean it and they don't. He literally dated a couple girls and then said, I actually want to be with you and I'm not going to fuck around again. And they've been together ever since. Mm-hmm. I love that. And like he struggled, but like, I mean, even when they got engaged, like I still, I was still mm-hmm. like a hater. I was like, don't They do did the it. flashback because I didn't see the engagement in real life. And Amanda's cry was so ugly and so real. <laughs> so ugly. <laughs> so I was like, oh, like she's really like, I can't believe she didn't see it coming. I- I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I stand them because even even going back to the beginning, like Kyle was telling her since their first like or second year, he was like, "I really love you, I care about you a lot." Like so, speaking of Lindsay and like what gestures mean, Kyle did the gestures and said the things and was honest about the fact that he can give her everything she wanted immediately. So like maybe he gave her a key to the apartment, but he didn't want to talk about moving in yet. He was very mm-hmm. honest with her, and I'm like, I. I'm I'm sad that that is like the standard, but I'm like I kind of love how honest that was, and I would like to have something similar myself because they clearly belong together. Like even when Mister and Missus send it, like just yeah. I if I, I could find it. a Mister send it, I can't even. This <laughs> 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 dream. <laughs> By the way, if any, if a Mister Lin- send it is list- if the three straight men are listening. Yeah, I'm, TBD how much of the yeah. 2% male <laughs> yeah, listeners are straight. But yeah, I'll, if you I'll, are listening and you're Mr. Senda, you, no, you'll know where to get in touch. Yeah, I'll do it again. Um, <laughs> Lindsay and Amanda lose the derby and have to gallop. Yes! I, okay, I am like, I don't like like cheesy side things right. like this, but I was laughing. It, because it's two women in gorgeous yeah. outfits who get dressed up as horses and <laughs> run mm-hmm. around from trees with the other woman with jockey hats on and whips that they got from the sex shop, like chasing them around. And then they run through a toilet paper finish line. How can you not just crack? Like, it's just the camp of it all. I loved it. Yeah, I was happy about it. And I was like actually laughing watching it. Wait, so um, thanks to whatever yeah. production staff came up with this derby idea. Yeah, like, you they, killed it. This is a great, a great episode storyline. They made the best of it. So Carl, uh, by the way, Carl gives Paige her whip because she's like supposed to be the jockey. And she go, he goes, will you accept your role, R-O-L-E, as jockey? And she goes, yes, I'll accept this rose, R-O-S-E, like the bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I thought that was hilarious. Um, so yes, I loved it. And then when they finish, uh, Carl, Carl says, that's all I got. He's like, I plan two things. Fuck y'all. It's good night. It's 9 p.m. Like, I'm my meter. <laughs> She's got to go to bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Des orders pizza and <laughs> he and Hannah and Sierra go hang in the basement while everyone else like parties. What? And I was like, I get wanting to be like, I get liking to be like a hermit with pizza and just like hanging with your friends. But I'm also just like, come on, guys. Like like a hermit on a day when we all were like at the pool and nothing happened. But we all just did this big family thing. Like, why do you feel the need to separate and do your own thing? You're, you still want pizza? They had fucking deviled eggs with lobster on it. You're not hungry, Des. You're just doing this to have like a thing so you can kind of seem like Sierra is your friend. I don't know. I didn't I, I didn't take well to it. Yeah, I'm like, I'm interested to see Sierra's journey as like a Bravo celebrity because mm-hmm. she's going to be on Winter House. And mm-hmm. like, I feel like getting her away from Hannah will be good. And like, right. she'll be able, we'll be able to get like a better scope of her mm-hmm. personality and stuff. She deserves, tall- she's, she's like Faith's second coming and she deserves like a real arc that has nothing to do with fucking a white man. Yeah, like it's a hard situation to like enter because mm-hmm. you're either someone's like summer fling or you're like enemies with the girl that had a crush on him first mm-hmm. so deciding that she was gonna not be either and just be friends with hannah was probably like the smartest most political like politically socially next politically level. savvy it was next level. move but i'm also like i want to see like the real Sierra, like what she's all about. I guess she like fucks one of the Southern Charm guys. No, oh. so TBD about her. No, her with the white man, which is just no. is heart wrenching. I'm truly am like I can't, I can't with the Southern Charm man. I I let's be clear. Like I'm all about interracial, whatever. Like I'll I'll date white men, right? Like I had an ex who was Jewish. I'm all with it. However, to have a type that is like this type of guy, like this hot, arrogant guy who like really doesn't treat women that well anyway, is I think um, a form of self hate. <laughs> like, like you don't have to be a part of this world, and you're choosing the men who are doing this. Like, I, I, I wish the best for her. I want, I want, her, I want her to date people who treat her well. Like with Robert, Robert isn't that fine to me, but he treats Danielle good. She's happy. That's fine. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, uh, just, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I, I hope that she comes and breaks hearts. I literally want her to ruin people's lives because she's so fucking hot and she leads them on. And hopefully she gets money. Like, I want, I want the, I want what Black China should have done for, <laughs> for her, <laughs> which is to get a rich man, to get pregnant by a rich man and then also become a millionaire. Black China failed on that end. And I want that. Yeah. Yeah. I think Black China. There was probably no way she could win against the Kardashians and like their wealth and power. Like it was close, though. I know she really. (laughs) She did. She did everything she possibly could, but at the end of the day, she just can't fuck with Kris Jenner. Yeah, no, she would have done better to have a lesbian affair with one of the the top three. I think that would have really solidified her. She picked Rob, who they don't really love that much anyway. So I just, you know, what I mean, like he is the weakest link. So she yeah. got what could be got, gotten from him, which is his sperm, and then like maybe you'll get like, I mean, you'll get child support probably until the baby's eighteen, and now you have a really cute daughter. But I was yeah. excited to see her like get fully integrated to the whole family. But yeah, I mean, which interesting because a black man can walk right into that family and be on the show, but a black woman is like. 
I know it's really it's kind of like it's a it's a dark situation yeah I mean the way, and I didn't watch Black China and Rob's show so I don't know but it seemed or maybe I watched like a couple episodes mm-hmm. it seemed like they had a really volatile relationship yeah. and like it was not gonna it was never gonna end well, well Black and I China think we has all problems. knew that Black China has yeah. issues so uh, by the way we are birthday twins so I just wanted to say that oh. like I, <laughs> not only are we, you know who else has my birthday um who what's her name not not jo- Karen Karen Kilgariff me Karen Kilgariff oh, and amazing. Black China all have the same birthday <laughs> the trifecta <laughs> <laughs> yes I, yes put me in there um but yeah so i just want the best for sierra because i feel like black girls come on and like either wash out or what like i just know it can be me because when i'm around that many white people i start being like defensively black you know what i mean like i bring up malcolm x like i'm just like i need to like i'm just i, I can't get comfortable until i know we're all really cool and then i blend in mm-hmm. um but so she's great she's in it she's like not uncomfortable i really i want her to see her go far like you said in bravo yeah, I'm excited to see what's next. She should it be was a real housewife of Atlanta. Sorry, I just thought about yeah, it. Yeah, she could be. She could be on Atlanta. She also was. I was like intrigued by when she's like, you know, I need. I feel like I need to go back to Atlanta, like mm-hmm. get back into working, she and then also she, in the when she was like being around like my friends, like mm-hmm. my best friends, and I was like, I felt that because I was like, it would be so hard. Mm-hmm. During a pandemic, mm-hmm. like where you just have to go now live with a bunch of strangers mm-hmm. in a house and mm-hmm. one guy that you like have have like fucked for a little bit, but are on TV annoying. terms yeah. with. Yeah. And like. Yeah. And then you're just also not around like your core group of friends. She also mentioned a pet companion. So my question for you is how many millions do they have to offer you to leave Tony for a summer? That's really tough. Yeah. It's like, I is there even a number? It- I don't know. I was like thinking about the what why don't more people have their pets with them on these shows, but I feel like it's probably a liability and like mm-hmm. who watches the animals mm-hmm. cuz door people like production staff are coming and going at all times. Mm-hmm. Like if an animal gets out of the house, like it's going to mm-hmm. be a problem. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It would have to be a lot of money to yeah. leave him. Yeah. Um I or I would have to like have like I would have to like leave him with a family like probably mm-hmm. like my mom and then be having like daily FaceTimes and stuff. <laughs> yeah, definitely daily FaceTime. <laughs> Speaking of animals though, just like the last thing on the derby is when they do the horse thing, the rule is they have to gallop and not run. And by the second round, um Amanda and Lindsay are just literally running, like pushing each other out the way. And when they finish, Stravi's like, that's cheating. And Lindsay's like, I hate cheaters. Like I was galloping. I was not running. And it's like they go back and forth about who was galloping or not. And I just was I love the pettiness of being like, um, you cheated. Over what? Like over no- over literally <laughs> nothing, but they're still being petty and and competitive. And I was like, that's my type of energy. I love that. Yeah, it was amazing. Her fake tan also, I was like, what's <laughs> happening here? Like, as she's stripping off that horse outfit, I was like, did that horse, like, <laughs> outfit rub off on her? Probably, like, why is she the same she color that. as this, yeah. like, horse? LOL. But then it was just, like, a fake tan journey. But, and by the way, I thought the galloping thing would become a fight because they, they were kind of fucked up already. It seemed... <laughs> Tent. Yeah, like there were moments where I was like, is there tension? But I think they were just editing people's yeah, facial yeah. expressions that oh, way. And then I think that uh I didn't say this before. I think that I'm literally just like, oh, let me get my little quip in. I think Hannah and Des like 
easily would have turned that into a three-way if Sierra had been open at all. Like, I feel like the pizza thing was a setup. Like, that was an actual oh, pizza gate. I didn't <laughs> think that. But you're right. They're too horny for not to not want it. Because why single her out and be like, hey, you want to come here with us? Like, no, they're horned up. Yeah, I... Now that I see that now. <laughs> and Sierra's like, I gotta go. Pizza, <laughs> chowing down on like a big New York style pizza is not the right lead in to like a <laughs> sexual romp. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they're like grooming her. They're like priming her for the eventual ask when they're maybe when they maybe the pandemic is over and they're all back in New York. Yeah. I'm like, I mean, I, I have to ask myself at all times, would I do it? And I actually think I would turn that one down. A Hannah and Des threesome? Yeah, yeah I don't I, think I could. I might watch. I might actually watch. I might be like, you guys do. I'll see if it's. I think that they have great sex. I would maybe watch and just have my own thing going with myself on the side. Yeah, maybe like I'll a, get inspired. the room. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, would, you, like, would you. I don't think. Sorry. Would, would you let Kyle and Amanda bait you with pizza? I could see myself being more open to a Kyle and Amanda threesome. Yeah, I'd, I think I would really want like a Carl. Mm, yeah. That's Carl Kyle. Ultimate. Carl Kyle would be me. Oh, my God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lin- That's where it's okay, at. Okay. Last one. Lindsay Stravi. No. I think I would. I don't find Stravi in- to be. Oh, my God. Yeah. I would st- Are take you the a pie. Stra- no, no, no. Love- I'm sorry. I'm just so excited to say I would take the pie and smash it in their face. I'd be like, don't you ever disrespect <laughs> me again by introducing me to your <laughs> sex life. Like, that's how much I would get upset because he's not cute. I think that they have amazing sex with each other. Yeah, they like, do. they're very sexually compatible. But, like, I'm not necessarily interested in seeing them have sex. Me if that makes sense. Yeah, me neither. I think actually like a Luke and Carl threesome might be where oh, the, hot, yeah. the sweet spot Ooh, is. Because Luke I'm... is just really hot. Like okay. they're both like very hot. And then they're both tall. Kyle's a little bit shorter. Yeah. Not that I really have anything yeah, in shorter bad. guys. I think he's very attractive. Mm-hmm. Maybe actually a Luke and Carl and yeah. Kyle you got You got where I was going, which is, which is just run a train. Just, yeah, just I let actually me, would love that. <laughs> just mm-hmm. let me receive. I'll do no work. You just let me know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. And Amanda, of course, like I would get a signed hall pass. Like no disrespect. This is mm-hmm. just because I need this bef- as on my bucket list. Um. Speaking of sex, Hannah and Des are having sex, and they. Oh my god! I can't believe they keep letting us hear her. And she says, "Oh my god! Don't forget this spot. It's so fucking good." And I'm like. It's I was like, this is porn. Bravo. I'm not mad at it, but I'm also just like, wow. I guess you guys really leaned into like all the fucking and sucking on this episode. <laughs> Did they not take their mics off? What is happening? Why is it so clear? I don't know. It's very strange. Um, then they show Lindsay and Stravi, who uh, and Lindsay said, wait, I think it's Stravi who says, I love you. I want to have babies. And she giggles. Mm-hmm. She's down. He's like, I want to marry you, blah, blah, blah. And this leads into her next day conversation where she goes to talk to Luke. And basically, she's like, what she really wants is to get her ring size. <laughs> but like, she's kind of being like, what do you think? Like, and I love her being like, so. Also, okay, just a continuity thing. Mm-hmm. She was wearing the dress that she was wearing the day before. So I actually believe that this was filmed the day before, but they're trying to paint it the day after the derby. I genuinely believe they were having sex. He said, Travi said, I want to have your baby. She said, I'll be right back. 
And she went and left it with the loose room and said, I need to give this man a ring size because he knows it's marriage and babies. Luke, definitely, you can see him, like, <laughs> his interior monologue is like, I must be going crazy. Like, <laughs> is this real life? Because it's like you have Des and Hannah that are hanging all over each other. And then Lindsay comes in and she's like... Well, the crazy thing is like Shabby's been coming inside of me and you just I'm like, I love how casually she dropped that as though it's like this is like just okay to say to this person. And even Luke was like, whoa, yeah, okay." And then she's like, so, yeah, I mean, I think it's like we're um, like amazing. And he's like used to be really terrified of me like getting pregnant. But now he's like, I want to like get married and have your babies. And so. She's like, is, Luke, is this your timeline? As if he decided he wrote, in three he, he days. <laughs> in three days, he said, you know what? She's right. I want to do all these things in six months. And now I have a timeline. Like, Lindsay, that's not what's happening. No. And I love her getting her <laughs> ring measurement. Well, Luke gives her, like, really solid advice. Which, again, mm-hmm. he actually has, like, a good perspective on, like, relationships. Mm-hmm. I think partially because he just got out like finally got out of his one with mm-hmm. his own ex but like Lindsay he, obviously does not want to hear that he literally says it what you're doing right now is not healthy normal or sustainable i'm like doctor yeah. Luke, like oh my god and she goes yeah but can you grab your ring sizer <laughs> she's like mm-hmm. i don't give a fuck if you don't go get that thing and, and let me know yeah I love buttering him up with some like <laughs> just sexual facts and then really just being like, okay, can you go get it like right now? No, so, <laughs> and then what I wrote was like, okay, the whole house is telling her like, Lindsay, calm down. They're like, they keep saying like, oh my God, he's already back. Like they're freaked out. And she keeps going like, yeah, I know. Isn't that great? And they're like, no, we mean like, why did he come back? And she's thinking that they're saying like, oh my God, Lindsay, he came back. Yes. So she's not going to see it differently. And we're just, this is just where we're at. Yeah. Um, everyone hits the beach and gets some like car Mm -hmm. gossip time. (laughs) And we find out that people are pretty weirded out by like Des and Hannah, Mm -hmm. but love Robert, Mm -hmm. which I was like, okay, Mm -hmm. the reads are good. Mm -hmm. Um, Des and Hannah start hanging on to each other all on the beach. And then we have like a side combo between Paige and Amanda and Sierra where they are all in agreement that the PDA is definitely meant to send Luke a message. Mm-hmm. And it's like coming on a little strong and make the point that like if Luke had said, do you want to date this summer? Des would he not have had that be in the here. picture. Yeah. Yeah. Um- I mean, and the way Luke is interpreting it is, oh, this is a cry for help because <laughs> I don't want this girl and she's jumping ahead. Like I, He's also probably saying, like, thank God, because if, if he had continued with her, she would have expected this level of affection and he's just not there, which is tough to say, because if a man felt that way about me again, wouldn't show my face again. Um, but <laughs> it's like he's just mm-hmm. being honest, like it, it doesn't affect him in that same way. But yeah, like there's a Greek chorus, like kind of catching us up with exposition and telling us like yeah like he doesn't he doesn't feel that way but it's definitely targeted towards luke or the editors even do that they make us see his face whenever they're making out yeah um i really liked hannah's sunglasses despite everything i was like where are those from i need like people to drop links to me how is everyone so skinny still in quarantine I don't fucking know. They all are so hot and have um, incredible bodies that I'm just like, how are you? 
Like Hannah has abs. Yeah. I was like, excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> you, did you get these just by playing tennis? Like I thought you ate quesadillas every yeah, day. Yeah, I'm so like, tired what the of fuck? it. I'm so tired Yeah, of it. I'm, I truly like the bad, the only bad experience I have watching Summer House is like feeling bad about myself and Absolutely. my own body in comparison to like their mm-hmm. bikini lifestyle. Or the fact that I don't have five friends who want to spend all summer with me. Like that is also a point of... <laughs> Of sadness. Yeah, like, where fuck. I'm like, where is my summer house with all my friends? By the way, I'm if if I saw a, a casting call on a tree stump, I'm going for a summer house. I love this concept. <laughs> like, I, I want to do this. Um, But yeah, so like, this is why I think Lindsay and Hannah are actually like two sides of a coin. Because Lindsay goes over to like kind of be funny and like interrupt them making out. And she gives them high fives for the fact that they're in a relationship now. Which is, of course, Lindsay would reward that. And Hannah is like turning around and validating Lindsay for getting back with Stravi and I'm like I can't no it's they just want that validation from each other and like it's like crazy sees crazy yeah exactly exactly and then um they this is when this is Des's worst moment for me he then turns around with Hannah and they go up to Kyle. No actually it's kind of like they act like it's casual but he's like hopefully I can come to your wedding which true or false that's a weird fucking thing to to do right yeah and that's also like a passive aggressive like dig Mm -hmm. meant to be clothed in comedy about like kyle like kyle's fight with hannah where he like disinvited her and it's like putting him on the spot which i just think it's like you have to have respect for Kyle as like the dad of the house. Mm-hmm. Like he is like he's like the king of summer Truly. and summer house. So like you just can't disrespect him in that way. And of course he's not gonna get baited into that. So he's like, sure, like Yeah. Will and then Hannah's like, Well, you have to actually like invite me again. Like Mm-mm. invite me. And he's like, Will you come to my wedding? But you can tell And she like, goes, Do you want me to come? <laughs> I'm like, Hannah, kill me. Hannah and Des are just loving it too much for yeah. my liking in this moment. And then Des goes, do you need a bishop to officiate? And Kyle goes, oh my God, do you have one? He goes, that's my last name. <laughs> and I'm like, leave. He was planning that. You just yeah, ruined get your, out of here. You were doing so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, all the goodwill is gone and yeah. hit the road. <laughs> Um, by the way, imagine this man leaving the beach to go to the airport. <laughs> I don't know. That also is psychotic for me. <laughs> a beach straight to the airport is like, I could not do that. Oh my God. Hilarious. I was like, this is, uh, I would just cancel my flight for the sake of not having sand in my ass all night, but okay. I know. Like what you're going to get on with like sandy flip flops on a plane. Like that feels disrespectful <laughs> to both yourself and every other passenger involved. I'm sorry. That just, that little detail to me was like, what if, what is, what? It, stop. <laughs> like how, I guess like I am jealous of people that can jet set in that way. Cause like, uh, like that's a vibe, but at the same time, I have to shower in every new setting. Like every, yeah, like I have to I shower to, after like, this, <laughs> I have to shower three times a day. Hit a hotel room or somewhere change clothes like get get just mentally emotionally and physically ready to enter an airport yes yeah um, it's not gonna happen so that's um, what it does H- hannah and luke talk and mm-hmm. luke says that he doesn't <laughs> like des he's not the kind of person i'd want to grab a beer with and maybe he's just not my cup of tea 
And I like that. Hannah's like, Hannah's whole, everything in her stops. Like her functioning freezes. So she says, you don't like him? Like she can't believe somebody on camera would be honest and tell her they don't like her boyfriend. I think though that she likes that Luke doesn't like him. Sure. I think that that gives her, like she was probably hoping for that. Because she takes yeah, what he says and runs yeah, she it. does. Like she, her like revisionist history is like so wildly off base. Like later she goes, they all go back to the house, and then she goes and sits next to Paige. Like all the girls mm-hmm. except for Lindsay, who's playing ladder ball, which I've never seen that game. I've now being exposed to all these different games I'll, that people yeah. can play. And that one looked interesting to me. It's all just you throw things at other. It's like various ways of throwing things at other things. Having lived in Austin, the like the yuppies are obsessed with games where you just take a thing and throw it and, and drink a beer while you're doing it. And it, it doesn't resonate with me spiritually, but I'm glad that they had a good time. And they love to make jokes about balls, which I'm like, you know, it truly is a new millennium. Please stop. But <laughs> I appreciate them for like they're just doing their, sum- their Sunday thing. Yeah, I love Kyle going to see her yeah. out there in the kitchen. He goes, you know what it is? Send it Sunday. She goes, where are we sending it to? He goes, Mars. <laughs> I, when rewatching one in, or watching one and two, I was like, I'm walking around the house like, fucking send it. Like, it's like my, I, it just, I, that resonates with me spiritually. I get to send it. So I felt like Sierra yeah. was like, I don't know what you're referencing. <laughs> she does not understand the origins of send it. I Nothing. hope she gets looped in and then yeah. she can send it. But like now I'm I'm in a, se- a place of send it. I can't wait to post pandemic send it. I'm going to send it yeah. for the next eight years. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to send it so far <laughs> that it never. How far, Laura? <laughs> <laughs> you're like how far can i go <laughs> how far can one send it that's yeah. the question we'll I'm, be asking oh, ourselves wow. i don't have one huh <laughs> i have to think of that yeah mars he, he kind of <laughs> did it yeah he kinda i'm kinda... gonna send it to fucking jupiter slash i'm also just gonna send it outside of this galaxy into like another galaxy i'm gonna put my send it in a time capsule and in a hundred years when the next pandemic hits they're gonna open it up and it's gonna be sent to them yeah, and then they will have no choice but to keep sending, sending it. it. It'll be a yeah. eternal send it. Yes, uh, and that's inspirational. Kyle has started a movement. Truly, mm-hmm. yeah, it's all working. Um, Hannah. So Hannah tells the girls like juicily. Yeah. She first Facetimes Des, and they're like, "I miss you so fucking much." It hurts like, my okay, stomach. You guys, like, need to like really take a step. I told back. you that that you're on a drug. It's too much. Yeah. Um, but so she sits the girls down and she's like, okay, here's what Luke said. <laughs> and like, she's like, he said he didn't like Des cause he didn't really get to know him. And I'm like, it's fucking weird. You're my ex-boyfriend. And I'm like, he was never your boyfriend Ooh, ever. I... And like, so for you to even call him that to his face is like a psychotic and manipulative <laughs> thing to say, because yeah. like, it's like, you're so, you have such conviction over this and like, it's truly like they've been through this fight already where he's like, we were never boyfriend, girlfriend. And then she's like, okay, I see that. And like, but you're my then ex, chooses so. to not acknowledge that and then call him her ex. And I'm just like, whoa, that's crazy behavior to me. I have an ex who is my ex because we have never actually been in a relationship, but 
not only was he like the first person I had sex with, we dated like every summer for like three years. And every summer he would tell me I was his girlfriend and then he would actually be cheating. So in my mind, he's an ex. But that's because he has. Well, yeah, but if he told you he's his, you're his girlfriend, then that makes sense. But like the next calendar day, I would find out he was lying, right? So it was always, (laughs) we never really like consummated the fact that we were emotionally. But you're right. Like, I guess my point is to say, like, there was a saga behind it. But I think that the way that Hannah is playing the game is if we, if I went to dinner with you, we dated dating equals x and i almost don't want to take that from her because of the fact that it was on tv if this was in real life it'd be psychotic but because it's on tv it's like she he is kind of her ex because we Mm -hmm. saw them date but i think that in the context of hannah she's psychotic for sure but i I like i almost want to stand up for her because she does feel like she was wronged, even if she's crazy yeah, I can see. Okay, yeah, I get that. But he, but if they had the combo and he said, I don't feel that way, and she keeps saying it, like, yeah, like, now she's kind of lost me. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm just, I'm, I'm like, protect Luke's mental health in this situation. Sure. But I'm also like, okay, if it's your ex and you are, have this, like, loaded thing, then why the fuck do you care if he likes your boyfriend or not? Yeah, why it's does like, it matter to you? It's weird. Yes. I guess that's my biggest thing is I'm like, why do you, why do you care? Exactly. It's like you do have to be consistent. Either we are genuinely exes and so we're like, hi, we're cordial or we're friends, which it sounds like it, from what I heard and seen, they're like, we hang out, we play tennis now, we're cool. So now we're friends. So stop referring to me as ex and now like just let me be a friend. And as a friend, I'm giving you this advice because we're, yeah. So I think that um she's using, she's overusing it. And I kind of hate that for feminism. Um, And by the way, so as she's going in, the girls are like fully ready to not agree. They're like all as one, <laughs> like silently they agree like we're not about to stand for this and sierra starts to try to mediate and she's literally mm-hmm. making sense and amanda goes no 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 listen <laughs> and then they start fighting and i'm like wow like uh, sierra sierra's like okay go ahead you're right let's fight yeah because sierra had a good point she's like i mean they haven't seen each other and so they just want to like be together like i get that and they're like no and it was done there. So. And Danielle's only contribution is to talk about how obsessed she is with Robert, as you mentioned before. And like, basically is like, well, look, Robert did it correctly. And that's when Hannah is being um, super sarcastic. But it's like, Danielle is kind of a babe for that. Because why are you bringing up your boyfriend? This is not, don't use your boyfriend as a perfect example as if he's this great guy. Because he didn't stand up for himself and, and make a personality like I don't know. I just feel like it's a little bit like I, Robert's fine, Danielle. He's not that great. Yeah. And then also for Hannah to be like, well, Des knew like what Kyle had said and he's not that excited about it. I'm like, okay, well, you just had a moment where you got like your revenge by cornering him on a mm-hmm. beach and being like, invite me to your wedding. So why are you, if it's squashed, then why do you need to bring this up and throw it in Amanda's face? And like, mm-hmm. I'm just, and then. Amanda's like, well, why are you going to paint like, like, why do you continue to make this narrative about Kyle that he's like so bad? And then Hannah's like, you're going to come at my boyfriend, which I'm like, you're already throwing like three days pointer finger (laughs) around and saying like, you're going to come at my boyfriend. He's you don't get to say that at this point. You need to give it like 
two weeks of like him being your boyfriend before you can get mad at people coming for your boyfriend exactly i think this fight is like a cultural reset because it helps us to reset our expectations around what you can do when you're in a relationship like for example if you're a couple does that mean you get the best room in the house i don't know we have to decide that if you just become boyfriend and girlfriend do you get to defend your ex to the death i mean your your boyfriend to the death no like that's also very weird you know what I mean like let it let it sit Mm -hmm. let it set a little bit so I do think that Hannah like is so excited she can say not my friend not the guy I'm fucking but my boyfriend and then now she feels like she's equal to Amanda and Kyle she feels like she's equal to Danielle like she now should get respect because she's no longer like fighting with with one guy and like she thinks that should get her the like equality she desires but the truth is that she would have been treated fine if she wasn't an asshole like that's kind of what i take away from it um and by the way Paige is like don't fight like don't get defensive she's just under her breath telling her like you're fine like stop arguing like she's just like yeah can you chill out like friendly but it's like that's the real that's how you know it's a real friendship because she's being very blunt with her, but mm-hmm. also like not trying to come at her, but just being like, you can stop. Like it's not. And I like it. I like seeing that yeah. because I'm like, that's how like my friends, like my closest friends and I would talk to each other if we were in that kind of situation. I know friends would say that to me. I know I would fully ignore. I for sure yeah. would, but I would appreciate it though that they tried. Um, but yeah, so Paige and, and Sarah are basically out of it. I would just say overall, I love where I, I i love amanda overall mrs send it but i also get her because she's like okay we had a fight in the house no one else's business but ours because there's context here you then go to your boyfriend who we don't even know who this guy is and tell him about my my future husband in a way where it's like he did something wrong to you as a man to a woman and brought up your dad which we all know that was bullshit whatever and then mm-hmm. you bring him to the house and Kyle is so nice and welcoming to him he's obviously not holding shit against Hannah he just knows where the relationship is and you make it like if he doesn't fully accept you and all your flaws then he can't have a relationship with Dez so basically like Dez shot himself in the foot by not giving everyone a chance and potentially he could have come in like a hero and mediated and said, I talked yeah. to Kyle. I apologize on your behalf. Um, I know that might not seem like a good thing to do, but we're invited to the wedding now because of my relationship with him. And so as we see in the previews, she's going to end up fucking up her relationship with with Amanda as well by um, trying to like leave Kyle out to look like an asshole, which you cannot fuck with Loverboy. Like you're not going to do it. <laughs> I'm so. No. And I and Kyle like also just doesn't. Like, I can see being annoyed with his behavior sometimes Mm -hmm. because, Mm -hmm. like, get the drunken antics could wear on you. Mm -hmm. But he's not, like, I don't think he's been out of line with anyone once this season. Like, he's very much been, like, honest, straightforward and has had, like, really good reads on people. I mean, I think that he was a a dick to Luke, Mm -hmm. like... Right. And Carl did gang up on him and that was not okay but he owns his behavior and like s- apologizes for it the next day so. that's why I stand for him because he's actually this is rare for somebody to not be a ripping asshole for no reason like he's literally a nice guy so that's why I'm like don't fuck with Kyle 
Kyle didn't actually do yeah. anything to you. He didn't call you out your name. He's literally level. You literally didn't take the trash out. Yeah, like, like you did this. I can't. I can't even. I can't no, even. Don't don't even get me started. On yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> but yeah, and then I'm so. I would tell you though, like they show the previews, and I was like, oh, the wedding. I wanted to talk about the wedding. I'm. I, I think it's Kyle and Amanda having like a TV wedding, and I'm so happy for them. I know. I think it's a fake wedding. Right. But. Yeah, but I'm I'm excited to see that. You know what I'm mad about is we never got to see Paige and Carl on the boat. Like, remember there's that shot of her where she's, like, kind of straddling him and, like, dancing? Mm-hmm. They never showed that. She mentioned it in the hot tub that, like, they almost fucked, but she was joking. Yeah, but, but that... Like- that was like the moment I think they're referring to, which they we, they never showed on the show, but just in the previews. Oh, oh, like they kind of teased it. Yeah, I think. Maybe... Yeah, they teased it, but we never got to see like the real boat turn up. Because so Luke that. mentions that like they had a great time in the boat and I was thinking like it didn't seem that great. But now that you say that, I'm like, they probably edited out some wild shit because these, they these edited kids are all because they were. Yeah, they were all talking about like how amazing yeah. the boat was. And we literally just saw them like sitting on a boat drinking Loverboy. And I was like, okay, <laughs> what was so life changing about this boat ride? Like, oh, wow. What happened on the boat? Yeah, no, now that you say so, that, I'm like, they definitely edited out the fuck, the orgy. Yeah, justice for the boat orgy. Maybe oh. we get to see it and like we'll get like a lost scene. I want a lost scene. I want a lost scene. scene. I want three episode I need, reunions. Like, five more episodes. Yeah, I need a huge reunion arc and then uh more episodes like please fast track summer house season two like season six and like make this shit happen and i need an application for them to leave one spot in the next summer house for a fan who can apply and like i need to i need to be a part like i need this and i need more of this because this is a banner pump rules that is not going to be ruined by racism it's not going to be ruined by um homophobia either because they started out with a gay cast member who had a real arc like i just need i need i need black summer house which again i'm very available i need asian summer house House happen yeah i i I need like this like i need it i would love another gay man in the Mm. summer house i think that's what we're really lacking now Mm -hmm. um i want to all gay one straight so that we just see how ridiculous like hetero lifestyles are. I know. Why can't we, they tried to do that like gay show that took place on fire Island for some other (laughs) network. And I watched like some of it, but it wasn't really that great. Like I just couldn't get hooked, but Mm -hmm. I'm like, let's make like a, let's do gay summer house. Like I'm ready to see that on like a Bravo, like Bravo's version of that. I am too. Chanel, thank you so much for taking the time to pod with me about this amazing show. Um, yes. Can I, can I say a quick word? Yeah, please. Lara, you are a podcast goddess. I am so oh honored to be on this show. I've been listening for <laughs> years, actually. I started with you guys and Vanderpump and took this journey with you. And so I'm so excited to see you do different shows and explore different stuff. And um, I love that sometimes your takes are problematic. Um, I love that about you. Um, I, if you guys haven't subscribed to the Patreon, subscribe so you can hear her and Carrie say wild shit that they wouldn't admit in real life. Um, and I'm so inspired by you as a podcaster. 
So it's like a real honor. Like, you know, I feel like I started from the bottom and I made it to one of the greatest podcasts in the world. And I hope that you guys oh will. God. Yeah, no, I'm serious. And I hope Thank you guys will you. come listen. No, that's so nice. Yeah. And Laura, Laura <laughs> took the time to slum it with me on my new podcast. So come listen and join over. Um, Come subscribe to my Baby Bay podcast over on my Anchor and all other platforms. You can hear her in another context. Yeah, you guys got to subscribe. I'm so glad that you came on this pod. I'm glad that you started your own mm. and that also you're covering one of the most culturally Con- important shows. Absolutely. Like even more so than Rock of Love. Mm-hmm. Like this was where this was the birth of of love. <laughs> Just uh, this was the birth of of love and yes. maybe the birth of love. Yeah, think about it. And spawned just like gave us New York, which is thank fucking God. The mother of reality. She might the be the, the godmother of reality TV when you really, really put it down like that. Yeah, she is. She New York walked so literally every other villain s yes. could run. Yes, and I think I don't think New York ever got her her due. Like I think. If she had come around like in this day and age, like she could have had like a Cardi B trajectory because like even like New York's New York walked so Cardi B could even run and have Absolutely. like the Absolutely. career that she's had. 100%. So yeah, I'm just I, glad that someone's talking about flavor. Yes, it's no, an important seriously, show. it got me through the worst parts of last year so yeah i yeah that's that's the best promo thank you basically like if you're interested in the, i consider myself to be a babe so if you're interested in the black babes take on tv that is what my podcast is offering um so you can only there's only a uh, sup is not unlimited so once you listen to all 345 episodes come on over <laughs> and listen to the 10 um but yeah thank you yeah Mara. just this like double team it with a rock of love recaps and flavor of love and then you're gonna be in true heaven yes but thank you so much thanks Lara. Yeah, tell everyone where they can find you on social. Oh, yeah, thank you. So I am Chanel Creating all across the board. Just launched my new website, www.chanelcreatingcom And I'm at Chanel Creating on Twitter, at Chanel Creating on Instagram. Um, and then e- even on the website, you can find my coaching brand, where I'm a legitimate, serious person, um, if you guys are interested in learning more about life coaching. But yeah, I'm like trying to make this creative thing pop. So that's where I'm at. I love it. Well, you're well on your way thank you so much guys until next time bye bye hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.